guys. Welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 96. Man, welcome back, Lauren. Welcome back. It's been a hot minute. It has been. We're in 2021. We made it. I know. Good riddance, 2020. Can you believe we survived? (laughs) Barely. Barely. We barely clawed our way here to January. And we're going to talk a lot more about that in this episode. But first, I was thinking about this last time I was in your house, and I forgot to follow up with you, but I want to know what kind of lighting you prefer in your house. And what I mean by this is, do you like the daylight bulbs, the soft white bulbs, the bright white bulbs, dimmable, bulbs? Give me the scale because I don't know them all by the names. What's the white, blue, white? The blue, white one is like the daylight Daylight. bulb. It's super, super bright. And And then then you you have like your soft white that's more yellowy. You're more traditional light, right? And I'm a soft white right there. Okay, I am. I like it warmer. I know it feels more yellowy. Yep. But... I like it warmer. I can't do the like neon blue. You're speaking blue. my language. Yeah. That is why I've adopted the bright white color, which is somewhere in between. In between? Yes. Is it sold at Home Depot and yeah. stuff? Yeah, okay. it is. So it's like an in-between. You have your soft, your daylight, and I like the bright white. No, and I could get on board with that. Well, I was just curious because I feel like it's kind of a hot button issue. I, well, And I definitely think as adults, these are things sometimes you don't think about, but you need to think about, They're or key. you need to either get on board and figure it out. Totally. And, and I'm a great culprit of like, I need to figure it out because I've got to mix. I need to do an informational video on this because- there are so many good light bulbs out there that use no energy. Like I walked into my sister-in-law's house and they have CFL bu- bulbs still, you know, the ones with like the spiral thing uh-huh. in the middle. Those like use so much more energy. Whereas if you'll invest in the LED ones that last for like 20 years, it's literally like pennies on the dollar Ooh, and you can keep your you lamps need, on. You need to share that with not, me. Yeah. And not feel you bad do. about it. They're more expensive. Like you're going to pay more up front, but they last so long and they use like no energy. So that's amazing. Yeah. Good info to have. Totally. Okay. We have a good episode for you guys today. Yeah, I know. We, we want to look back. I know we've been MIA for a few weeks and it felt really good. So good. To have have a breather, be with uh, the kids, not worry about this right now. And it was a nice little break, but we're ready to get back at it. And we are looking back at 2020 for a minute. Yeah, we are. Guns blazing. We're ready to kick off a good show. We've got some ideas on lessons we've learned. Lessons we've learned. Things we've taken away from 2020, because let's be real. It's been real. It's been real. <laughs> it's been rough. It's been long. And I mean, it's funny because I think I was saying this to someone the other day, even though the number on the calendar is changing 2021, really Really, the facts and the like day to day is not going to change. No. But I do feel like people are coming into this year with a renewed sense of like hope and energy yeah. and and desire to kind of find some normalcy. Yeah. So maybe with that like united front, maybe we will find a change here in the next few months. Oh I don't gosh. know. We'll see. We'll I don't see. know. But speaking of normal, let's just launch into it. I feel like now our normal consists of a lot of new things like face masks and social distancing and whatever. I don't know. I feel like our new normal that you're talking about is going to still look different than what we knew as 2019. It absolutely is. We have some new words in our vocabulary from this year. Yeah, that would be number one for sure. Let's just touch on a few of these words that now, and it's funny because I know I've referred to that movie, um, what's Contagion, a few times, Mm -hmm. and it was made 11 years ago. Crazy. But they had some of these words in it. I remember when I heard it, I was like, what? Those are real words? I thought they were made up this year. But these are words that we use now day to day, social distancing, quarantine, remote learning, distance distance learning shelter in place stay at home order oh my gosh 
creepy. If you want to like read that list, yeah, it is almost creepy. Stay at home order. Creepy. Curfew. Like just some of those things that we've explored this year. Oh my gosh. I just did a major eye roll. Yeah. You guys did not appreciate it being sound only. But no, oh I, my gosh. I don't know. That's really like very, heavy. very heavy. It yeah. is very heavy. All of those words. Oh my gosh. Well, number two is that unlike the popular song from our childhood, you cannot always get what you want, Lauren. <laughs> known <laughs> I know I know and this is on a lot of uh, levels yeah oh my gosh but no I'm I'm literally talking about like the first time I walked in Target and saw the paper good aisle completely empty and going to the grocery store that week and seeing all the canned aisle do you remember the oh, I remember stores? I remember ghost town the empty shelves I will never forget walking to Target when they had restocked toilet paper and it was all gated off oh, taped off up. and shut a man up. was standing there and <gasps> asking what I'd like and he was rationing it <gasps> one per person no I'd like a, a roll of a pack of toilet paper shut and up. one bottle of like we're in Nazi Germany oh, yeah. oh it was so like that oh I never experienced oh, I that experienced that and then I totally remember going in to get flour something mm. so basic and they were sold out like girl you should have came to my house I'm stocked up to like 2025 my husband is like dude why do we still have so much freaking food? But the thing is that's so funny is it was so unnecessary. I know. The like really hoarding was. of toilet paper. Let's look back. Did anyone like ever like really Maybe. lock their doors for three months? Maybe. Needed the toilet paper for three months. On, you know. No, I know. It's crazy. But also another thing that we just didn't get what we want. We're just like facts of life. I mean, maybe if you were wanting to go to a certain restaurant or a birthday or, or a, a holiday. Vacation. A vacation. Or even just school. Like oh. we talked so many times on how we wanted school to open or having options or in person and online. Things we just really thought that would would kind of be a given. I know. You just, they were taken from us. Things we, we just. Think about the poor seniors and their prom oh. and the graduation and all of those Oh, and like, then I things. thought you literally meant seniors like our elderly. Oh, well, and our elderly too. just stuck in their, you know, homes or in their facility, you know, care center facilities. I mean, I haven't seen my grandma in person for a long time. Oh. And it's, yeah, it's just crazy. It's really, you, we did not get what we wanted. I know. It's so sad. Okay, well, number three. Number three is we need to give ourselves more credit. We're more resourceful than we think. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, we, we got creative on a lot of levels. If that's, I mean, I remember even buying all the games and the crafts back at oh, the beginning yeah. and just being stocked up to just entertain and have the kids ready for summer. Got the art cart. Oh my, the, the art cart. Yep. Man, this is, this is like a year in review. Yeah, like just is. think of all these things yeah. we've gone through. And then also just with school, getting creative with homeschool. I remember even those first few weeks when online learning wasn't even available yet. And what's online learning? Oh, I what, know. What are you talking about, I know. Lauren? We, is it that something only the, the farm kids do who have no <laughs> access to public education? What are you talking about? Oh, yes. No, every every child is uh. online. Learning. And oh, I just remember even having to kind of prep some of my own stuff because just getting creative. Okay, well, I, we can't sit around and watch TV all day. and School's not an option right now. Let's do some homeschool. I'll make right? up some lessons. I literally can remember teaching a St. Patrick's Day lesson and why we celebrate St. Patrick's Day to my, oh my kids. Gosh. Oh, my gosh. And then because that was like the first week we were closed down. You're such a teacher. Oh, well, that's... 
Oh man! But we we got creative and we got resourceful. And if again, if that's in cooking or in in activities or just date nights, date nights. My date nights changed a lot. Yeah. They, dare I say they're still not back to normal because no, we still I have know. not gone to dinner in a movie. Right, a movie. Uh, oh, I, I miss the movies. Miss the movies. But yes, we definitely were resourceful. Okay. Well, number four, I'm gonna say we learned that it's okay to slow down, and on top of that, it's okay to stay home. And yeah. not always be going crazy and having packed schedules and the busyness and all of that. I think for me as a natural introvert, it was kind of a like sigh of relief. Like it was kind of my excuse to slow no, down. I think it was for you know everybody, I mean? like an excuse not to have to overcommit, go, overcommit, yes. show your face, go, go, go. And I, I kind of appreciated and leaned on that too a few times, just, okay, we're staying in, we're not doing it. Yeah. But then I think also in perspective, it also put us, we prioritized our time. Yeah. It really showed us that, wow, we are way too busy. Way. Wow. We really need to slow down. And now that we have slowed down, I have known a lot of friends that just have not recommitted. Yeah. Not recommitted to the teams, the sports, the classes, the dance, the the church, the stuff. They they are just slowing it down. And yeah. I think that's fair. And I think that's right. I think I think we all should reassess. And if you have not reassessed, this is like the perfect time to do it, to kind of look back on things and totally like what really matters. I think we all kind of went through this year and we saw that it is like those core friendships, the family time. That's what really matters at the end of the day is all of the lessons and all of the activities and play dates and all the things. No, I mean, it's important for socialization, but like not at the expense of your well-being. Right, you know? absolutely. So I, I that, think that's And for that, sure. honestly, for me, would probably be almost the number one thing out yeah. of 2020. And us with little kids, and as any mom with kids, I think really um, can exactly reanalyze their time. Our next one, what is this, five? Yep. Number five, this is a great one. Um, teachers should be paid about 20 times more than they are oh because they are, we could never- Doing God's work. Yeah, they are doing God's work, <laughs> like things we cannot do. And you guys, I laugh at myself <sighs> because I am, I did go to school for elementary education, yeah, but still, it's so overwhelming Dude. when you have multiple grades, um, multiple needs, mm. trying to do the online, all the tech, all the homework, all the assignments. Mm. It's It was rough. It's a rough go. And it's funny because here in Arizona, about two years ago, um, we had this movement called Red for Ed. Yeah. And the teachers kind of went on protest type thing, you know, hoping for more funding and obviously better pay which obviously they need and they do and i think now more than ever i think all of us can step back and look (laughs) at how much we appreciate and value our teachers and we have taken them for granted you know at the beginning people were like oh you just want a babysitter you just want daycare whatever but honestly no i want someone that understands this concept and can get on my second grade's graders level and teach it to them and be their friend and be on their level and know how to explain it because I don't know how to explain this no. concept to them yeah. where they're going to grasp it and move on to the next. Right. It's very hard. And dare I say, we're still dealing with this. Oh, we still I are. think we're still having major concerns about what our child's learning, how much they're taking in, the consistency. I feel like our teachers and our educators are trying so hard. They have done a fabulous job. But let's be real, like the consistency and moving back and forth and online and hybrid and like it's just making my head spin. It's so and hard. I Kids, thank 
goodness, kids are as flexible as they are and so resilient. They are so resilient. Thank goodness, because it just stresses me out to no end. And but regardless of all of that, I mean, it's kind of out of our control to so much. And it's out of the teacher's control. Let's be honest. It's down to like, I guess the government and the elected leaders. But it's just like, dude, the teachers, you have majorly stepped up and stepped up we're grateful this uh, this year i mean i i feel for the teachers because they're going to feel the repercussions mm-hmm. of this for so long and I so know. are we as parents yeah. just the damage and the loss edu- learning that they had and i like think back to the funny meme that we joked back in april about oh the governor it was april fool's day the governor announced that all kids will repeat this school year oh my gosh. and i remember being floored at that like oh my gosh that just sets back yeah. life a life. year like yeah. all their plans all college admission whatever it be but honestly now that doesn't seem so crazy to me I'm almost like uh can we repeat this year because this year has been such for me specifically too with a lot of school changes and mixes and all the things it's just like such a wash well just just, on yes I totally I don't even know and on top of that as we're talking about education and looking back at 2020 I kind of have to come to the realization that maybe I don't care quite as much about my kids' education as I thought I did. I know. (laughs) I know. Maybe. Let's be real, girl. We went online learning in March. Come April, I was done. I was like, nope, I can't do it. I can't work all day. Oh, I know. I can't come sit home and do online school. Like, sorry, you're not going to school. (laughs) You're not doing school. We we did a whole episode on working moms and education and like how complicated and twisted it really was and it still is it It still still is is. it still is we're still in it guys we're still in it we are so So, still in it i know i know i know but i think but even though we're still in it i think 2020 taught us the importance of a teacher yeah and like you are seriously doing God's work. I yeah. don't say that lightly. No, absolutely. Like the patience that I saw with some teachers and the kindness. And even though I know that they were screaming on the inside, they showed up to those Zoom calls. They showed up. And they had smiles on their faces. Yes. And they were I, like beyond. I, I just... Ugh. And so many times they, you know... Teachers could have quit or they could have given up, but they didn't. Yeah. And they kept at it. And so that I, I I know we can't ever thank them enough. I know. So my next one that I learned in 2020 yes. is that I cannot actually do it all. And this kind of goes right into what we were just talking about is there came a point and I feel like it was like April or May where I literally just like lost my, you know what, we're a clean show here, but it was just too much. It was like, everything was piling. The kids were now home. I'm trying to keep the house. I I didn't have help with my house anymore. No help with the kids because we're all in lockdown. Right. But my job didn't quit. I still had to do that. We were doing the podcast. Now we're teaching. I know. And it just taught me that like, I can't do it all. You have to ask for help. So that's when you like lose your crap and you say to your husband, like either things are going to change or I'm done. (laughs) I know. Right. Right. We got to, but like I'm, I'm leaving for a week. (laughs) But it, but more than ever than like any other time in our lives, it's like, no, really, like this is do or yeah. die right now. Like yeah. we're, we're, this isn't, this isn't Survival like, oh, mode. this isn't like, oh, this is stressful. I've got all these fun activities and a party uh-uh. tonight and ch- this tomorrow and work all day. And yeah. no, it's like true, like do or die. Like yeah. we've got to figure this out. We have yeah. to figure out a new norm, how to make this work. And yeah, you, you definitely survivor mode. And I loved when people came at us especially about the you want a babysitter thing. Yeah. Because I just want to say to them, 
And I say this kind of jokingly, but kind of not. This is not what I signed up for. Yeah. Like, this is not the motherhood experience that I signed up for. Right. Not staying at home 24-7 for months on end. No school, no friends, no playdates, no parks. Do you remember oh, the parks the were parks closed? Taped off. And the beaches are closed. And you can't go hiking. Do you remember the hiking yes. was closed? Yes. Like, we were literally in the four walls of our home. And so I don't say that lightly. Like, I didn't sign up for that. Oh, my gosh. It was we just all been had to relearn. such a trip. And yeah, it was, it was like we all had to refigure literally life out. Not just the little things. We had to refigure life. And while we were doing that, go right into our next one. Yeah. Talking about how... Um, you know, our routines were totally thrown off our day to day. And at this point is saying how we can be flexible and we can kind of go with the flow and we can make new things happen and, and whatnot. But with that said also, and I do think we've all had to, we've all had to figure out a new normal, be flexible. Yeah. The changes, the school changes are still happening. But it's funny, as we're like packing up Christmas, I'm like, I've been ready to see it kind of go, to be honest. Yeah. Only merely because it's like Christmas brings on so much even more and fun and extra and stuff. But I've just been craving a routine. Totally. Craving a routine for so long. And I'm like, not that January is really going to produce that. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm just ready for like Christmas to be put away, the Christmas parties or the, the events to be done. And just to like get back to a little bit of normalcy. And again, I don't know, like I said at the beginning of the show, we really don't know, even know what this year holds. Geez, the election's still wrapping up, like COVID, all of it. We really have no idea what 21 holds, but I just am craving a routine. But I agree. 2020 did teach us the need for structure. I feel like at the very beginning, it was just kind of wills off and we were all just kind of like a little excited. Dad was home more. Right. It was just like, what what does it all mean? But then like after so much chaos, then came the need for like some structure and like implementing some routine, keeping it flexible. But we put out like a little schedule. Granted, I didn't stay to that schedule, but just like having the thought of like, okay, let's try to be productive a little bit here in our day and have some guidelines, you know? A hundred percent. Like the hope for my year is just that I can find some routine and schedule for my life, for their life, like the gym and the podcast and the cooking and the home and the kids and the sports. I just miss the stability. Yes. I totally get that. I totally get that. All right. Well, the next one that I thought of lesson that I learned in 2020 is that nature is pretty cool and that you actually really need it. I was thinking back to, like I said, when we were really stuck in the house, all of the hiking, I can remember driving out to the mountains with my kids one Sunday and they had all the national parks blocked off you could not get out of your car. It was literally like you could not go hike a mountain, which I get it. They didn't want you to be by other people. We didn't know what we were dealing with, but it still just blows my mind. It blows my mind that we were not able to even go hiking and and be outside and get exercise and the endorphins and all the stuff. And so it's a lot for me to say that because I'm not an outdoorsy person at all, but like I've taken more walks this year. Well, and it's funny. It's almost just like back to the olden days. Yeah. Like really when kids, you know, all they had was just outside and that was their freedom. That was their flexibility. Right. And so it's like, yes, you get sick of the TV or the toys inside or whatever, but it's so great to get outdoors and to feel like you said, those endorphins and just 
fresh air and feel and sweat a, a little like yeah yes. we all needed that and so we did a lot of camping and we did a lot of hiking bike rides and fishing those things and you still need to incorporate that into your day-to-day this year I mean those are the things and the moments that are so special mm-hmm. and that's free it's always there it's always available we hope we and hope. so um, yeah that's something always to include totally okay the next point is Everything can change overnight. And we kind of learned that pretty quick, too. I mean, Don't take anything for granted, Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. And you just Man. never know what. And that's why it's like you, we give this. We're saying these things. With, and I'm, I'm kind of holding my breath. I just don't know what 21 is going to no, look I like know. yet. No. And so it's like. Yes. What if this was a preview? I know. Remember that meme? To what I hope yeah. I hope twenty isn't just a preview to twenty one or something. <gasps> I know. A trailer. A trailer. a trailer. That's right. That's right. Oh my gosh. So true. But we learned very quickly things can change overnight. And again, it just goes back into that um we we learned how to cope, we learned how to move on, we learned how to adjust, and and we're still doing that. I know. It's crazy. I think it really rocked a lot of people. I know a lot of people who have lost jobs, who their lost whole, loved ones, really lost loved ones, like their life has really been shaken. And it's just crazy. Okay, so the next one that we have to say, because this year brought on more screen time than ever, is we just need to turn off the TV sometimes. And we need to unplug. I feel like this year, and especially because it was an election year, and so many movements and so much happening, that I was just bombarded with too much information. Like we all were. Yep. It was just like, there was so much coming at me all the time. And I'm already a very anxious person. It was just like the, the isolation, the separation from my friends, like all of it. And then to bring on the news media and the social media and all of the like heavy, heavy things hitting me, it, it like could take a toll. I had to like mindfully tell myself, okay, I'm checking out for two weeks. I'm not even going to look at the news. I'm, I'm like not even going to pay attention to it. And I, I think you did a really good job about that. I have a problem of really getting in rabbit holes and getting deep into like crap that I read online. And it's just so uh, it's such a waste of time. Well, it it, it 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 is and it isn't. I mean, of course, we want to be informed and up to know, but I've actually like... <laughs> <laughs> I've cut off the outside world and the news for a while now. It's Good. awful, you guys. I'm like, but it's a little bit ignorant of me too. But I I feel such a weight lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. I'm like focused on my four walls, my four kids, my day to day. And and again, not that I don't want to be better for the cause and help, you know, help the situation, but there is just so much. And it was just so hard and depressing yeah. and heavy and rioting yeah. and Trump and all the things, all the things, all the time, COVID, deaths, hospitals, ICU. I just couldn't keep up either. And I, I I think we both took the same approach that we like turn that over to our husbands as like anti filter it out (laughs) as anti feministic as that sounds like we kind of did like we were soaking in the kids and the schools and the podcast and like responsibilities of our life we were like okay you guys listen to it all you find out what's going on in the world and just tell me the the highlights please (laughs) yeah filter it all for me tell me what's happening because I just I don't I can't deal and it and you're totally right like it does because let's be real a man does not consume things like we do they're not as emotional no. they're not as like no. mindful and like it, yeah it's different it's like, different we hear something and we're automatically thinking how that's going to affect our daughter's wedding in 20 years yeah or something right. like exactly. that do you know what i'm saying no, right and so a man does not like they don't they're not affected by things so my point of this point is just turn off the tv sometimes yeah and just and and filter what you're social hearing. media yes sometimes. exactly yeah 
Okay. What's your next one? Um, isolation can be, you know, hard. It yeah. can cause a lot of, we learned that kind of being lonely or alone or cut off from family and friends can be really actually kind of depressing. This and one was a big one for you. Yeah. I felt yeah. like the first time ever in our, how many years have we known each other? 15? Oh yeah. 16 16 now? years. I feel like I saw a little bit of like depression in you this year. Yeah, I, would, I don't even I like to use that word. No, I know. But I know. Right. It's so unlike your character. No, I would say that's fair. I think, I think that it's been such a roller coaster yeah. and I found myself you are naturally an introvert and I'm more not. Right, right. Um, and I, I found myself like kind of falling on that. Yeah. Just meaning meaning like I had I had not been doing it for so long. Now I was just almost avoiding it. Yeah. And if that was like avoiding people or avoiding activities or like efforts to do stuff, it just kind of switched my gears. Yeah. And that was hard for me. It I is. almost had to catch myself. What's going on? Whoa, no. Because those things also fulfill me. Friends and people and... And granted, I've like learned some perspective of how to manage better this year. But it, yeah, yeah, there there was just waves of it. And it came in waves where it was like, oh, man, I'm in a low and this feels bad. And then the anxiety part comes again from the social media, the news, all the headlines. The so weight you, gain. The weight Lauren. gain, the eating, the lack oh, of social contact, all of it. The hormones that hit you every oh, yeah. four weeks. And so... That's a very real thing. Yeah. And I think people and a lot of people even dealt with it a lot harder than we did. So addressing that and recognizing that and doing what you need to do. We're going to talk about self-care in a minute yeah. just to keep yourself well through this all. And again, we're starting on a new leaf here. Hopefully we can start on the right foot and things are looking up. But And to remember, we've said this a thousand times before depression and sad feelings are totally normal and totally fair during a year like this it's valid yeah they are normal emotion god-given emotions that serve a purpose and hopefully encourage us to do better and make changes and so that's okay let yourself have those days but exactly recognize what's happening and try and do some things to kind of get out of that space you know what i mean okay the next one that i have to say which was just so funny. I kind of saw this one online and I had to steal it. It said delivery services are very convenient until everyone else figures out they're convenient. <laughs> I know. Like, that's so, so funny. True. So true. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. How much have we leaned on Amazon Prime or oh, grocery delivery? All of it. Instacart, Target DoorDash, pickup. Target oh my pickup. gosh. Target pickup is just lifesaver. Man, will we ever go in stores like we I used to? No, I and that's the thing. This is like life altering, literally, because really? every store has had to offer that. Yeah. And now they'll never go back. Right. Uh, why would they ever take that feature away? Well, I was saying to my husband, I was like, I'm really curious a couple years down the road, like how this year, how 2020 is going to affect retail. Because I really have a feeling that like, our parents' generation, they were still kind of skeptical. You know what I mean? Like they didn't want to put their credit card online. Oh, absolutely. They, they like to Scams, go in a store more. They want to go you see know what the I mean? Yeah. yeah. They're like wanting to browse the stores. My parents, they don't trust putting their credit card online, all the things. But like you had to this year. You had yeah. to kind of take oh, yeah. that leap. Mm-hmm. You had to kind of embrace the delivery, whatever. And so it's going to be very interesting if like people revert back to wanting to go in person. Like I love browsing Target girl. Like, oh, I me love too. And, and as a mom, we all know oh, like man. the fun and the freedom that like going to Target on yeah. your own is, but you know, Gap closed at Fashion Square. And to me that like, I was, that kind of blew me away. It's the end of an era. Well, it's end of an era. And Crazy. that's like our biggest, more high-end mall here in town in Scottsdale. And uh, for me, that means like is 
is Gap trying to go maybe just online? Right. Maybe they're just going solely online. And our stores or brands going to do that because they're kind of figuring, why pay for a storefront? I know. People come in, 10 people come in in a whole day. Not worth my time when everything's done online. I'm just going to say this, though, to all the retailers out there. You better keep some thing open to do returns because me getting a return in the mail is damn near impossible Lauren isn't it the worst like if I can't just go do it like dro- go to Target Amazon return has it made done it, Amazon has made it pretty simple with Kohl's but right it, well or UPS oh, oh, even yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I go into UPS and I just drop it but but, but a lot of brands don't and all that crap. a lot of brands oh don't gosh. and it's it's and oh my god I just prefer so much going into the store and returning it and but, being done but, but maybe that's part of it. They just know people won't actually return it. And then it's, uh, it's you know, oh, it's it a purchase. Sucks. It sucks I know. so bad. Okay. We've lived off that. We've lived off of it the whole year. I know. And it's had its benefits, but it's hard to. I know. So, okay. Our next one, and I've lost count. So, Me too. Um, Who we've knows? lost count. Um, if you have good friends, you are rich. You are so rich. And so, and that is so true. I mean, how yeah. could we have gotten through this year without good friends, family, I neighbors mean, neighbors yeah. to count on i mean it you, the this is when you really step back and you remember like what is most important I know. and having those like we said at the very beginning the solid friendships you are seriously so blessed to have that i know we talk about this a lot on our podcast at how much we think friendship is important for moms specifically but as adults I think friendship gets abandoned a lot mm-hmm. and it's something that we just don't prioritize and we don't focus on and let me be very clear in saying that I think it has its place and I think we're both on the same page about that like obviously yeah. your partner your husband comes first children and then family friends right. like all of that but like Man, I think this year specifically, I saw the value of my girlfriends in that I was spending more time with my husband than I've ever spent or expected to spend. <laughs> Let's be real. Like, we didn't live together when we dated. We we never really had that 24-7 around each other all the time. But who even really does then that too? It's because true. even when you're single and young, like, you both have jobs. Right. I mean, so it's like, that worked. doesn't happen. So it was like, we were together so much. And then just being around my kids nonstop, it yeah. was like, I found these moments where I was just like craving some girl time. Uh, yes. Like, just to vent, release, watch The Bachelor, whatever we could do, right? Absolutely. And so I think more than ever, like, yeah, I saw the value of friendship for sure. Absolutely. I would totally agree. And like, I just leaning on each each other, excuse me. Yeah. The the venting, just the school, all of the, all of the stuff we, I mean, we cried to each other so many different times about the school roller coaster. I mean, because we're all of our friends in our group are different schools and we've all been doing and coping with different things. So, I mean, it's just such a blessing. And I feel like when we reiterate this on the, uh, on the podcast, sometimes it could sting a little because I know not every woman out there is blessed to have a lot of friends. Yeah. But I guess it's just a reminder to encourage you to like, we have episodes on friendship in the past. Go take those tips and find those friends. Yeah. Find a friend, even if it's a friend. Or like a someone, Or a sister. Or a mother-in-law. Yeah. Or even someone. building upon those prior yeah. friendships or relationships. Yeah. Because we all, we as women, we just need that. We've, yeah. We say that again and again. We need that. And there's countless people in your life right now who I know would be dying to strengthen their relationship yes, with who you. Need you too. They need they you need too. You. Yeah. So 100%. Okay. The next one, a lesson that we learned in 2020 is that 
sometimes you just have to turn things over to God. Mm-hmm. And I, amen. Amen, sister, right? AA, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous, they yeah. have this prayer, and maybe it's for all of the anonymous groups, I'm not sure, but they have this prayer that they open up with that says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I can't change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That's like the thing that they open their meetings with. You see it on TV. Yeah, all yeah, the time. I've heard that. And I feel like we have all kind of had to live and die by that prayer this year. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. grant me serenity, grant me peace to do what I can. Let me have control over the things that I can control. And then for the things that you can't control, you just have to let go of and Mm -hmm. turn it over to God. And at some point, just kind of have faith that it will all work itself out. And some of us are still knee deep in working it out. Like I totally get that. Like my husband's still working from home. Granted, we still have our jobs and I'm grateful for that. But like, as we're sitting down to do planning for the year, it's like, yeah, right. Like we don't even know if you'll be going into the office or if you'll still be here or if we can go vacation or not go vacation. Like who knows, right? Who knows? So we just don't have a lot of control right now. And we just kind of have to be okay with that and not let it get us to be bitter and resentful and all those bad feelings that can come up because of it. Yeah. And leaning on your faith right now more than ever. I mean, and everyone has their own, you know, faith or church. And even if it's not even a religion, just finding that peace. I think that AA prayer is like so true. I mean, finding the peace where you can and what you can control. So. Or even like meditating or, you know, taking just a moment of like silence for yourself every day, I think is great. Okay. What's your next one? All right. Our next one is there is always a silver lining. And we were talking about this. I think we saw more than ever this year that like, okay, yes, we were all forced to stay home, but... We got to spend more time with our family. Yeah. And I think little I think, things like that. Right. And I think we saw from a lot of people that, you know, oh, is tw- I, I saw a lot of like memes and comments of like, is 2020 really the year it, it took everything away or did it give us everything? Right. Or, all of these things. Right. And I guess it does come down to your perspective of yes. things of how you want to view 2020. As we've talked over and over again, it has been so hard. But if you do look at the silver lining, and again, if that's like your faith or if that's just like being a mother and trying to find the best and the good in this. You're totally right. It's all about your perspective and like any little thing that happens throughout the day, you can always find a silver lining. Yeah. If you're looking hard enough. And sometimes it's really hard to find. And it, yeah. But it's there. Yep. And there is. There's a lot of good things we can pull from this year. Okay. Next one that we have to touch on is self-care. Because, man, have I said that word more than I've ever said it in my entire life during 2020. But we believe in it, and we think that it's so important, and it's just taking a minute for yourself. And like remembering that you have to refill your tank before you can refill everybody else's. Absolutely. So we have multiple episodes on self-care. Yeah, we, we touch on self-care a lot. And so, we really do. Uh, and this is a better time than any just to start some new resolutions to yeah. having your you time, if that's gym, yeah. outdoors, meditate, Baths, all of it. All of it. Do it just because it recharges you. It's so great. All um, right. What's our last okay, one? Yes, our last one. And we've talked on this point too over the year, but um, just a reminder that your kids are watching you. And I think how we cope and how we handle all of this um, through the politics, through the sickness, through, you know, yeah, neighborly love, just showing service and help to others and, and showing up for your family and how you're reacting to 
riots and politicians and how you, you know, they're just learning from us. They're learning everything. And I, this year more than ever taught me that, like, it's always been something people say, like your kids are watching, your kids are watching, but I saw it this year in like a lot of ways from things that my daughter will say, like repeat that she hears me say. Just repeating Um, you, right. Like like sassy, sarcastic things that I know I say, not like Because again, they're with you so much more. They're seeing the good and the bad. So So, yeah, so I feel like it was such a good reminder that they do learn so much from us and watching us. And let's be real, they're going to be telling their children someday about the year of 2020. No, this year will be in the history books. It's bizarre. It's I saw that thing. It's It's, biblical, you guys. Oh, I know. (laughs) We're getting sick and tired of making history here. But, you know, we are a historic year and it's going to be something our children tell their children about. And so you just it's again, just trying to narrow in on that experience of what they're seeing and hearing and and making you know, it positive in a way. That is wild. Yeah. When you think of it like it that. It is. All right. Well, that's our 2020 in review. I Some know. things that we've learned. So many things to take away. But, you know, again, all about the perspective. It is. And you know what? We're looking at it as a, a lesson and yeah. as something that made us stronger. Right. Hopefully made us better mothers. I think it made our friendship stronger. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It tested us in some ways. Yeah. I mean. But in good ways. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And all mainly scheduling crap and, and t- whatever. And, t- and tested us and our husbands. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's not even go there. I know. I'm no, kidding. No, I'm totally it, no, kidding. It's been, it, it, there's man. a lot we can take away from it. It's and I so just true. hope we're on the downhill from I know. here. I really do. I know. But you guys, can it get much worse? I, uh, I mean, well, knock on wood. Knock on the wood right now. Knock on the wood. All okay. right. All right. Well, let's wrap up with our hits and misses. Yes. I haven't had one from you in so I know. long. It's you guys, so long. You, Sarah and I have really not even seen each other a ton through the holidays. Her family's in town. My family's in town. It's just like a busy, busy time. It so has. my hit. Yes. What's your hit? Um, was I found a new hair product that I really like. Oh. And I've been talking for some time that I need to do like a curly hair tutorial. And I'm going to do that hopefully yeah, this do. week. But um, two products that I want to recommend to curly haired folk, or if your daughter has curly hair, one is the first one. This is a new one. It's called Kinky Curly, which Ooh, is so funny. Okay. It's kind of like a creamy gel, which is funny because I don't use gels and I haven't used a gel in a really long time. Yeah, because gel makes it crunchy. Crunchy. Yeah. But I will say that this gel like absorbs in the curls pretty well and it really holds holds it. Like I feel with most any product I've had, I always kind of deal still with some frizzy top layer because of that's where it's like the most processed yes. and most bleached. But um, this one has been, yeah, this one's been really good. It comes in a little tub. It's a little pricier, but it really is. If you have really curly hair, I really like this. Okay. I have moderately curly hair. So another one that I recommend that I've been using over the last three or four years is Biolage. Um, Biologist hair butter and it also comes in like a tub and this one is more of like a putty cream it's okay. like thicker mm-hmm. but I do really love that too for not making it crunchy and it just um, and is this going on your sopping wet hair so yes I'm gonna I'm gonna show you guys this week yeah, how okay, I do my hair for the tutorial but yes. no it is not sopping wet it okay. is like a little bit 
kind of towel dried. If you have curly hair, you know, try not to crunch your, scrunch your hair with a towel. It actually tends to make it more frizzy. Okay, we'll say all this on the... She's gonna going to do a tutorial. I'm going to. Because we could talk 15 minutes about hair. I know, hair, curly hair sure. takes, it takes time. Oh my gosh. All right, well, my hit actually is a Christmas hit, but I had to share it because it just like made my heart so happy and sweet. Yeah. Okay, so throughout the whole Christmas season... We had our tree up, but we did not have a star. Okay. For whatever reason, I got a I got a tree last year, a new tree, and I never like got a star that I liked. I don't yeah. know. It didn't mm-hmm. go, whatever. It was the cutest thing, Lauren. So like two weeks leading up to Christmas, my Luke, my three-year-old, he would be like, Mom, where's the star? Where's the star? And I would always be like, well, Betty, why why do you need a star? And he's like, it's not Christmas without a star. You know, he would say that over and over again. You guys, I pulled out the biggest mom win ever when Christmas Eve night, I had gotten a star. I put the star up there. So Christmas morning, he came down and he oh, saw his star. So cute. It was like, oh, he was so excited. It was oh, so that is cute. so sweet. It like, I love made that. my year. Oh, and I was just like that. Like is my biggest mom hit oh, of the I year. I love that. That yeah. is so sweet. You know, Caleb even commented that you didn't have a star when really? we were over there. Stop. <laughs> He's like, "Where's their star?" I go, "Oh, oh my gosh, I, I don't know." Isn't that why well, I have one now? And Santa well, brought it good. to us. Oh, oh Santa my gosh, brought it. that's sweet. Yeah, it was so. They'll it was so awesome. Forever. And I almost forgot. I was like, it was literally one of the things where I had had it for weeks, that's and I was so like, fun. I'm just going to save this. I'm going to save this. And then I got home from all the busyness of Christmas Eve. Oh I'm gosh. in bed, and oh I'm my like, gosh. <gasps> I the gotta go to star. You know what I mean? Oh, I it love almost that. became a miss real quick. I love but that. It was sweet. Okay, what was your miss? Oh, my miss. It's interesting. I don't know. I, I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this, but um, just we see it a lot when it's like holidays and family time. But my Tristan, you know, he's the oldest in my family. He's 10, almost 11 now. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of just in this little dead zone with the ages of cousins. Oh, yeah. You know, he has two girl cousins his exact age, but they're girls. Yeah. And the closest one in age on either side is older and they're 13. Yeah. And, and then hard. it's down to Emmett. So then it's, and you know, he just is an old soul and he thinks he's older than he is. Mm-hmm. And he always wants to be with the teenagers or the big kids. And he just adores both his 13 year old cousins on both sides. I mean, he thinks they're so cool and wants, so he, and does, he thinks he's he one doesn't want to age down. He wants to age definitely, up. He definitely just thinks he's too cool to hang out with Emmett, mm-hmm. who's um, eight. And he always ages up to the teenagers, but let's be real, guys, he's still 10. And it's just kind of this challenge. And like this time I saw it even more so because I mean, most of them are leaning into almost high school. 13 is eighth grade and he's still just in fifth grade. And he he wants to be one of the kids, teenagers, but he's not. And And so- are you guys having to like deal with that? Like, yes, is it we're creating just conflict? Feeling the fallout of yeah. it, of like, he can't do everything they can do. So then he's upset and mad and bitter at us. Uh, but then also it's, yeah, yeah, it's just finding the fine line of it. I don't want to cramp their style, the teenagers, and let them go do their fun stuff. Totally. But then I also want him to be able to have interactions with his cousins and have memories and fun. And and his oh, one that's so tricky. It's, it's his one cousin here. He's with a lot, and obviously around him for years now. Yeah, he's always been good to him. But he is getting older. He's almost in high school, and I just know we're at like kind of going to be at a fork in the road here. We're, they probably won't even hang out as much as they do now. Well, for this little period, and then. Yeah. You and know, then once he's up. like, yeah, in those uh, teen years, he kind of can catch up, but it's just hard. Oh my and gosh, doesn't parenting just throw a new 
a new challenge all the time oh, at yeah. you. Oh, yeah. And like, this is really like at the end of the day, he has so many cousins that love and adore him all ages. Oh, he has brothers. So, and he has brothers and it's fine. But it's just funny. I just hit a lot of like roadblocks this this. winter break yes dealing with that and i just don't know i don't see it getting better anytime soon because the those 13 year olds are only getting older and tristan's just not there yet and so i i don't know well send us your tips yeah send us like some advice and i wish he had bond more with the girls they're exactly his age i mean there's what's stopping them from going and playing uno or you know like watching a movie together but he just like doesn't care to be hanging with the girls one bit yeah so it's I don't well, know. I think it's that just it tough. is that age, though, where, know. you know, they kind of gravitate to their own sex. But yeah, this isn't a new problem. No, so I know. if you're out there, DM yeah. us. He's just, yeah, he's specifically, all my other kids line up with cousins yeah. and friends their age. And so they have these bonds, but he's just kind of on his own. It's really funny because my oldest is kind of the same way. She, she on both sides, she kind of slightly misses both the cousins. The and the age it's like, gaps, yeah, and the age groups. Thankfully, we have great sets of cousins on both sides who are so sweet and accommodating and I know Tristan's are too yes that they don't make them feel stupid or small or anything like that but yeah it can be hard it's yeah that's a hard one so yeah well um my miss is kind of a throwback to an earlier episode but um I had to joke because my husband got on to me big time this past Sunday we all gotten the family my car the bigger car that we're all in and we've all lived in I feel like here and there my car just gets so junked up so quickly oh it's impossible like, I just don't know how it gets so bad and my husband can just get so impatient with me and I so it goes back to the macro and the micro cleaning thing right is it micro where you're in the details yes yes so he is a micro cleaner he wants all of the drawers organized he wants like everything hidden away to be clean and organized and I'm exactly the opposite if it's out of sight it's out of mind to me yeah like as long right. as I shove it in the console of the car I'm good and I don't look and I don't think about it again you know what I mean but he opened up my middle console of my car the other day and totally freaked out on me and I did feel like because it was it was a total trash can in there you saw my console before yes yes and but I get it of course Girl, but the bad part of this whole story is I had organized it a year ago, using your whole photo method yes, thing. right. So we have these storage containers that are awesome, and we'll have to show them to you. But somehow, crap has gotten out of there, and I've dropped the ball on the containers. What does I, yours look like right now? I'm curious. Mine, actually, it's funny. It's not too bad, actually. Uh, I actually don't go to putting stuff in there. So really, oh. what's in there is what's in there. Oh, really? Yeah. If anything, like, I... I where does your trash go? Or where like does your trash, like, like, literal garbage? Not literal garbage, but, like, like handouts from school. Yes. Stuff like that. Where does that go? Uh, it sits on the front seat till I take it in, oh, pretty much. Okay. I shove crap in there all the time. I, I should shove more crap in there, because no, then I don't have I to don't. look at it. Ugh. But then it's like if uh, between the shoes and the socks, the shoes and the socks just kill me. See, my kids kill don't do that. me I every time. I don't even know. And two or three kids will take shoes off, and then they won't take them out. And I'm like, I'm literally getting my purse. I say, get your stuff. Get your oh stuff. Get your stuff. Yeah. And they just don't. And then it's like, oh, it piles up so fast in two days. Oh, like, gosh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's so. 
funny. Oh my goodness. Well, that's our show. Welcome to season three. I know. Season three, you guys. We're coming up in a month on our hundredth episode. I know, and we're gonna do something. I know. We're trying to like decide what would be we just don't know yet. Most well received and what's fun. We're still we're stepping it up this year. We know that. We know we know we have putting it on here to have some accountability. Hold us accountable. (laughs) We have some lofty goals and we want to aim high. I know. You know, Megan and Prince Harry got a podcast, so we're in good company. Oh my gosh, I have to update you on that. We have a couple minutes. I've started The Crown, Lauren. Oh, good. <gasps> That's been my Christmas season show. one. Yes. Okay. Okay. I you didn't watch season one. I watched two. most of season one. Oh. I haven't watched two or three. Oh my gosh, I like love Elizabeth so much. Yeah, yeah. she's oh. she's impressive. She's, she's impressive. So impressive. Yeah. I just love her so much. I'm in season three, and I'm not oh. loving the casting. Oh, of are season you in three. season three already? Yeah. Oh well, see, I watched four, and that's the same cast. Oh. I I don't mind them. I don't like Elizabeth Claire Foy, the girl who did one, nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. And but don't even, you think they're a good like transitional like two yeah, kind yeah. of? I do, but I'm just like uh, I got so used I was invested in those other characters absolutely right and I'm like I don't like her anyway but no I've I've really enjoyed it so I'm knee deep in the royals right now I've even found myself talking British from time to time oh I know like I'm trying to well, think of something. Well, it's, it doesn't take a lot like, just to come finish. On, son. Yeah, well, Here no, we go. <laughs> no, it's it's not even that. Or just finish your sentence on a high. Like, yes. like, would you like would you like some cereal? No, 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 no. It's like no. The kids make fun of me sometimes. I find myself doing it. They'll be like, no. It's like, did you eat, did did you want milk with that? And you just go up. Yeah. It's just like it. Let's go outside with the dog. No, that's bad. That was bad. <laughs> you guys, I'm awful. But if you just finish your sentence up, they're yes. like, what are you? Uh, you, you yes. George will be like, are you English? I'm I like, know. well, maybe I am. <laughs> so true. Did you want some salsa with those chips? <laughs> no, that's, no, I'm not. Delete this. Oh, my heck. No, but it's so true. <laughs> I've totally caught myself like talking British and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've got to stop watching so much. Oh, of show. I know. I so oh, just wait till Princess Di comes. Yeah, I'm getting there. Um, But yeah, I would definitely say because I talked to a few people about the crown and I felt this way for so long. It's so slow. It's so slow. You got to get past the first three episodes of season one. Yeah. You got to push through. It. Push through. Push through. And, and I then you'll really like it. Because I kind of got into like episode five or six and I and it does start to pick up but I kind of like lost my so I've got to keep going but it's pretty good Margaret man she is a feisty one yeah you you need to go back and watch Margaret okay well we're gonna wrap it up on that we need to do some tv talk though because we have a lot to catch up on. bachelor's coming next week guys is it next week Matt oh new bachelor next week Oh, I'm excited for that. Is Tyler going to make an appearance? I hope so. Maybe. Okay, well, that'll do it. If you enjoyed what you listened to today, (laughs) (laughs) if you enjoyed what you heard, please make sure to go subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating and a review. We will be back every Monday and maybe sometimes a little extra. Yeah. We'll pop in your feed. And you can find us on social media, on Instagram and TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, wherever. Yeah, the Mom Voice Podcast. We're at the Mom Voice Podcast. So go check us out. Go say hi. We check our DMs. We say what's up. We're there. We're there. All right, guys. Well, we hope you have a great day and we will see you next Monday. Yes. Happy New Year and take care of each other. Bye. Bye.